This episode of the YN Crew podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey guys, it's Kev. So this is Naz. I am Tibby. This is Del. And you all know who this is. And we are the YN Crew. Oh yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wine Crew Podcast. It's Sup? me, Kevin, once again. Your company, as usual, on this weekly podcast where we talk about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei Darussalam. Up next, it's my co-host, it's Del. Hello. What's up? Uh, nothing's up. All right. Uh, unless you consider the ceiling or the sky. It's my ceiling. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question anymore. Okay. Okay. Um, We'll try again later. <laughs> Up next, it's not a co-host of the Wine Crew Podcast. It's Kai. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I will go by that name now. I'm kidding. Uh, what's up, guys? How's it going? Good. Nice. All right. One response out of four. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering why Alan. Alan. <laughs> it's the, well, it's the rapper. Okay, before we started recording, we had to show <laughs> Dell the clip from Jurassic Park 3 where there was a raptor talking on screen and it's a dream sequence uh, by Alan Grant. Grant it's like his yeah. dream because um, Del had Alan. Del had never watched it and that's no I've, I've seen it I've seen, I've oh, seen the have? movie yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay so, th- so that's the word of the day Alan because Alan. <laughs> I was just asking for the benefit of the listeners alright okay, okay. <laughs> for context yeah <laughs> alright up next uh, she's been gone for the last couple of episodes because it has been Raya but she's back it's Naz. Hello. Hello. Selamat Hari Raya. Selamat Hari Raya. Yep. Eid Mubarak. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's start the show as usual. Let's get to movie news. Check this out, guys. Kevin Feige once again has teased, quote unquote, announcements about more female MCU directors. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I think That's he, great. He's like taking a play from Wonder Brothers, you know, how they have Patty Jenkins and yeah. how yeah, she's yeah. doing a good job. Uh, she did a good job with Wonder Woman and upcoming Wonder Woman 1984. And there's, there's this back and forth about how they're looking for a female director for the rumored, no, not rumored anymore. This is sort of confirmed Black Widow movie. Boo. Right, yeah. What? <laughs> what? Why does she need her own movie? It, it's a question that we have talked about, mm. but we can't seem to find an answer. But, you know, if it means having more movies I don't think it's gonna be an origin I don't think so I think um, it's well maybe it's gonna have Cap and the rest probably maybe I'm, I'm guessing it's I'm, they, look the way I see it they're, they're what 19 20 movies in now mm-hmm. yep. uh, in some shape or form almost all the movies are important yeah. to mm. the overall narrative yeah. like so, they, they will connect and they will yeah, explain so I don't something. imagine Kevin Feige sitting down and thinking like oh you know I'll just do this for fun yeah, because, you know, so I'm sure there's a reason. Because yeah. I want to. Yeah, although he he technically could, but I mean, I think knowing Marvel, they've knocked that out of the park almost every time now. True. Yeah, it's true. No, the, I think it could be set in a not so distant past, maybe. Mother Russia. Like, like Russia yeah, during the World Cup. <laughs> what? We don't know. She said Mother Russia. I thought the World Cup. This is where we are. Okay. I was I was going. I wasn't going Russia. I was going Budapest. Oh, ah. Budapest. So it could be Black Widow. I remember Budapest very differently from Hawkeye. All right, because uh, they mentioned yes, it. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, right. yeah. It, it, yes. It's a thing between I them. Guess you... Right. I think the rumored name was "I know what you did last Budapest." <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. We have to move on. Next bit of news. Guardian of the Galaxy's Sean Gunn, who is the brother of James Gunn. Yes. And he has been well known to play Rocket Raccoon yeah. and also Groot, I think, for the first movie. He's, he was a stand-in. A lot of the motion capture stuff. Yeah, and then his brother put him in the movie and now he's become one of the beloved characters named yeah. Craglin. Who wasn't in Infinity War. Yeah, he wasn't mm. in Infinity War. But he has teased that there will be more of him as Craglin in Avengers 4. Really? Yeah. Which means... Spoiler alert! Which means the Guardians would have summoned him or called him out and, you know, we need your help. Well, who's who's left in the Guardians? Rocket's left. Yes. Yes. Rocket's left. Plus the original Guardians, maybe? Maybe I, I totally know about Guardians. the Guardians world. Okay. I totally watched the second one. Oh, okay. Ah, <laughs> we, we forgot about that. Yeah. But anyway... Um, are you open for this bit of news? Yeah. yeah I'm seeing more of him. I don't mind. He's actually craggly good. Really good. Craggly Somebody made a pun. He's Mom. actually funny. Uh, he yeah, brings yeah, like a whole different kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was expecting him to be in that ship when we first met Guardians. Uh, yeah. In, uh, Infinity War. What's yeah. the ship called again? The, the Milano. The Milano. No, that wasn't the Milano. Milano was destroyed. Maybe he escaped yeah, with no. the... This was the Madrido, I think. No. It's another 80s actress. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't okay. matter. Next bit of news. There is a rumor that Nicolas Cage no. has joined the voice cast of Sony's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I think oh. it's confirmed. Yeah. It oh, is. really? Oh. His Spider-Man noir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah. I don't mind. Really? Yeah. Nicolas Cage? Why don't you like Nicolas just Cage? Sound like this. <laughs> In a Spider-Man? Peter Parker. I mean... Peter Parker. That, that was pretty close. Alan. That was pretty close. No, no not Alan. <laughs> Where is my spider suit? <laughs> um, yeah. Give me a bit of background about Spider-Man Noir. I will leave that to our resident Spider-Man fan, Naz. Spider-Gwen herself. I, I I don't like Spider-Gwen. Oh. Uh, no, I really don't like Spider-Gwen. Like, I, I've read the comics. I don't like it. But what about Spider-Man Noir? Yeah, Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man Noir. Shares hmm. the same middle name as me. Okay. <laughs> so I've bad. never heard of this Spider-Man Noir. Me, um, me neither. He's a vigilante Spider-Man from an yeah. alternate Earth. Um, It was called Marvel Noir, I think, right? Yeah. That series. Being Noir, oh, right. Noir okay. is he is he black and white? Uh, The art was in the comic The art was, was in the comic, yeah. right. Okay. Um, um, And he's it's very pulpy. It's very hit-em-up. Uh, Dashiell Hammett style. Other than like the first chapter, I never read anything else. Okay, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a true crossroad for all these yeah. different yes. Spider-Mans yeah, yeah, from yeah. all the different oh, universes. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, it just got me excited. Woo. All right, that's coming out in December of this year, 2018. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, here's a movie that Dell might be interested to know of. It's X-Men: Dark Phoenix. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of like back and forth because of this whole Disney buying over Fox thing, whether or not it's still coming out, or whether you know it will be delayed. Oh, go to streaming or go to streaming apparently it hasn't been removed from Fox's schedule so it's still on track they just haven't really announced when it's coming out I thought they have they have but it's it's the first quarter of next year yeah first quarter but they haven't locked down like an actual date they haven't have they I don't think they have they they haven't yeah no okay I, I just I just remembered I I blogged about this. You blogged about it, okay? In other news, Dell's yeah. blog. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, but you know, you guys made me do it. Anyway, <laughs> let, uh, we we can move on first while I look it up. <laughs> we made you do it. Sure. Explain that, Del. Sure, sure, Del. Because there was a long silence and I didn't know what else to say, ah. and you all were looking at me. You know that I could edit that silence out. Shush. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, or in the silence of the moment, the moment, 
Damon. Next bit of news. We saw this actor, Louis Tan. He played mm. Shatterstar in mm. uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah. Yes. And he says that he'll probably return for an X-Force movie. Oh. X-Force? Well, he said that quite, uh, I think, a month ago. Uh, but there has not been any official news from Fox. Yeah, no official news from Fox. But he's sort of like saying, I think I'll come back. He wants to, he, I'm sure. He also hinted that he may have a DC meeting, right? He, yes. Apparently, he spoke to Chris McKay, director of Nightwing. Yeah, which is the next bit of news oh, which I was nice. going to bring up. Uh, he says that he's met with DC about the Nightwing movie. Yeah, yeah. cool. I, I think he's a good fit for that. Yeah. Like, mm. I, I could see him in it, but you know, yeah. he's kind of in the Fox Marvel universe now. That's why I'm thinking if he is, if he has gone into meetings with DC, he may not be in X Force. He may be dead. Oh, spoiler. Uh, from spoiler Deadpool alert. 2. Yeah. But, yeah. But, spoiler over spoiler. <laughs> There's a time travel thing. There's a time yeah. travel thing. So, yep. he, he could have been saved. Spoiler <laughs> over spoiler over spoiler. I just wanted to say that. I don't actually have anything. You have nothing. I okay. Uh, <laughs> more on Fox. Anyone here an Alien fan? Uh, I used to be until Covenant came out. Ah, well, that didn't do very well. So the rumor is that an Alien TV series could be in the franchise's future. I'd rather the franchise not have a future. Oh. I'm just drawing savage bombs today. How y'all doing? They, but didn't Ridley Scott say that he'll he'll just keep on making Alien movies? Yeah, I think uh, he has like 20 scripts in production. Right Something now. like that. Yeah. Uh, but he's like 90? No, he's like 70s. Okay. He's in his 70s. So, so he's, he'll he'll, he'll be on. 90 by the time they're done. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how an alien TV series will shape up. Like, I think, so what it is, right, a lot of announcements we get regarding these beloved pop culture franchises, the final result is always, like, tangential. So, like, they're saying there could be an alien TV show, but it could literally just be about, like, the Marine Corps in that world. You know, like, it will not actually be about aliens. It'll be, like, a bunch of guys on the side whose stories were never told. Like LV-426 and, yeah, you know? like, the last days of that colony. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, like, I don't doubt it. Rogue One yeah. with no Jedi. Yeah. Okay. That's what's going to happen, right? Like, they, there's only so much to tell. True. But I would watch it just to see how bad it could be, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's jump camps over to Warner Brothers. Before and... we jump oh, camps, sorry, back at Fox's camp. Yeah. Uh, Dark Phoenix last reported was to be scheduled to come out on 14th of February. Oh, next year. Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, Dom. Oh. From Fox. Great. <laughs> we Thank shall you. see. Okay, jumping over now. Who? <laughs> over the Warner Brothers <laughs> and DC. The Aquaman movie cast is to appear on The Conan Show during Comic-Con. Yeah. Now, Conan O'Brien has moved his show over to San Diego Comic-Con and he takes up one of the halls and he broadcasts his show live wow. uh, from Comic-Con. Yeah. And that's when he gets, you know, all the stars to come in. Mm. Like, you know, it, it's like its own panel. Yeah. Pretty much. So this is like the first publicity thing that we've heard is going to happen for Aquaman. Oh. So the director's going to be there. Jason Momoa's going to be there. Uh, I'm guessing Amber Heard's going to be there as well. Uh, uh, Patrick Wilson, I, I think. Yeah, Patrick Wilson will be there yeah. as well. Are we looking forward to this? Uh, Aquaman's one of those things where I'll see it to believe it. Yeah, that's true. Because we haven't seen anything at all. We've I think seen it's a pictures. good thing that yeah, we yeah. don't see. Cause because we don't it, have expectations. Yeah, They released a bunch of pictures um, via Entertainment Weekly a couple of weeks ago. Yep. 
I have to say, aesthetically, it is very close to the comic books. Mm. It's actually yeah. the comic books are some of the best comic books ever written. So really, yeah, cool. it, Aquaman. It, it really is. Cool. We'll we'll just have to see. You know, probably catch the Conan show uh, over yeah. the next week. I'm more excited for the trailer than the panel itself. Yeah, I'm more excited yeah. for Conan. <laughs> oh. yeah, I have to agree. Okay. All right. It's funny, is it? Can you do his uh, hip movement dance? <laughs> hip dancing. No, but I can. But I can do Alan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we've talked about the mustache gate for Justice League and how there was a big issue about them not playing well with Paramount over Henry Cavill's mustache. Apparently, the director for Mission Impossible has said that he tried to, to CGI it, no, to accommodate oh. uh, the Justice League reshoots. Okay, but he said that fake mustaches don't stick when you're going at 100 miles an hour. I think this is when yeah, he's, that's uh, true. When he's uh, when <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, Chris. Is that when he was skydiving or something? There are scenes of him in a helicopter just uh, leaning out and yeah. w- while while he's chasing Ethan Hunt and and the Impossible Mission Force team, whatever it is. That's coming right. out so he, end of July. So he went and uh, tried it, right? Put some guy <laughs> with fake mustache in a helicopter and see if it uh, falls, flies off. Probably. Yeah, no, so he tested it. Out, I right? think they they hired like a wind tunnel for like a day and like you know different different glues <laughs> to see blue tag. The question double sided tape. The question still has to come up. Like, why didn't they just do it in CG? Like, you could CG on a mustache. That's much. I easier. think I'm here. Sure Here's my thinking. Nobody expected Justice League to go through those reshoots. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like when Christopher McQuarrie and Paramount planned this, they were like, okay, yes, we need a mustache. That is a different discussion altogether, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Why you would put a mustache on Henry Cavill? I honestly Why don't not? think. Who would have thought? Who would have mm. thought that the biggest problem facing a movie like Justice League was a mustache? Was a mustache. <laughs> like no, when you it, say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. It tells you how bad everything has become in Justice League when they're making it. In did you mean Warner Brothers? Yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah. 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 Okay. This has come up many, many times on the podcast. And even tonight, it, it came out just before we recorded. Kai is a big proponent and he's a big supporter of the fact that The Last Jedi was the worst movie of 2017. And he's not alone. As a Star Wars fan, there is a sort of fun me thing happening yeah. right now where they're trying to get money to remake The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi yeah. And it's made by fans for fans. And apparently, they have like a secret backer who says that he will match it dollar for dollar. Now, this supposed Fund me is now totaling more than four hundred million dollars. What? Yeah. Four hundred million. Who is putting in money for this? They've got a crazy amount signed up. For now, it's pledges. Like people have pledged, so so nothing's been deducted yet. There's no money. No money has changed hands. But people have signed up and like, you know what? I I have hundred bucks. If if this comes to fruition, I will give hundred bucks to this cause. They just released a poster. Oh, it's the mock poster. The mock poster of what they think Star Wars The Last Jedi remake could be. And it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It looks like something out of the 70s. Actually, um, when you say ridiculous. So what happens is that is actually a poster designed by somebody who's making fun of the whole remake. Idea. Yeah. 
So uh, it's basically Luke Skywalker as a topless buff guy. Uh, it's it's very yeah, as Kevin said. It's and like, then he has eight packs. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It, it's 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 like making fun of the whole thing that okay. oh you want to remake a movie. He's parodying the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it is crazy to think we live in a point in pop culture where uh, a bunch of guys on the internet can come up with four hundred million dollars. <laughs> four hundred million dollars to remake a movie that they don't like. It's Do you think, just scary. Okay. Do you think? That if they could raise the money, and, and this reaches a billion, because they're at 400 now, and they have mm. a mysterious backer who says right. that he will match it dollar for dollar. If they reach that $500 million mark, that takes it up to a billion, supposedly. Right. Do you think Disney would budge? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Disney's not going to... Disney's going to touch it. They, they said they're going to make it themselves, right? This, yes. No, no, no. They said they... So, the oh, they idea want... is they want Disney to approve this. Yeah. Of course not. No, Disney That's won't crazy. do that. Yeah. Okay, I just had to ask Disney that question has... to sort of explain the Wayne Crew's position on this. Yeah. We are not in support of this. Um, as bad as oh, that. No, I, I Kai think, said, um... <laughs> no, no. Like, it's, it's a matter of practicality, right? Like, you hear it and you laugh. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, if that's the case, let's remake, like, you know, DCEU. Yeah. Uh, Start from scratch. Yeah, you know, like, th- these things, yeah. they don't have any weight. It's not going to happen, Would, right? Do I want $400 million? Absolutely. Kaida Unwars 27 gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, we spoke about uh, Star Wars. Let's shift over to Star Trek. There's a Quentin Tarantino movie apparently in the works. Now, his movie may include the J.J. Abrams cast. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was understood. Well, they were trying to sort of figure out how they're going to shift over to a possible R-rated film. Right, yeah. Because it's under Quentin. Um, uh, but Zachary Quinto said that he's doing two films. He is. Yeah, yeah So yeah. he said it. He's the one who... So he spilled the beans on the fact that Star Trek Four has a female director. Mm-hmm. And he also said that they're doing two movies at the same time. Ah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it will be the Enterprise appearing in the Tarantino one. Um, We don't know. Yeah. You know? I think this is just confirming that oh, they will okay. be using the same cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, un- I because understand. Because apparently now timeline. we're in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah, yeah, we are. Right. We're, we're all young. So I w- always assume that it's going to be uh, another ship, but maybe these guys will come in as cameos? Oh. Possible, yeah. Because the next one is about time travel. Hmm. Wasn't the first one about time travel yeah, as um, well? Th- they're about to close the gap, I believe. Ah. Chris Hemsworth is back as George Kirk. Oh. You knew this, right? I sort of knew it but then you know we were always up in the air about whether or not the characters would actually appear in Quentin Tarantino's but Mm. this news sort of I guess solidifies it a little bit okay Jurassic World 3 now the director Colin Trevorrow (laughs) has welcomed the idea of Laura Dern and Sam Neill returning to the series oh they got my money Alan yeah Alan 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 wait oh no I want I want I want Alan there (laughs) yeah how about Ellie? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I think he's maybe trying to appease the hardcore fans. Who didn't like part two. Yeah, who yeah. who gave a lot of hate for Fallen Kingdom, which is a movie that we've reviewed on past episodes of this podcast. Yeah. It hasn't got a great reception. Not really. Aww. Although it has crossed a billion dollars at the Worldwide Box Office. Nice. Yeah. And it sort of pushed Colin Trevorrow to say that, don't worry, by the time we get to Jurassic World 3, there will be no more man-made splicing yeah, of dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a good good chance to get Sam Neill and Laura Dunn back and they yeah, should get sense. Jeff Goldblum to go like you were so preoccupied with whether or not you could you didn't stop to think if you should <laughs> and then sure. now you're selling it now you're selling it <laughs> life finds a way <laughs> 
Here's a bit of nostalgia for you guys. We've mentioned that Top Gun Maverick. Yeah! Top Gun 2 is in production and we have Tom Cruise reprising his role as yeah. Maverick. Yeah. And of course, Iceman is back. Yes, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is in. Wow. Ma- Miles Teller has been cast really? as Goose's son. Yes. Oh. Because I believe the original actor passed away. Oh, no, oh, the character. Oh, no, the character the passed character. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. The character he died. died in that training accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, woo! Yeah. So he can't come back. No, he can't. Unless there's like a Deadpool 2 situation happening. <laughs> but then Goose's son. So this is sort of indicating where the story is maybe going. Yeah. I think Maverick is taking an instructor, instructor role. Yeah. And then he's got his best friend's son who died in his arms quite literally yeah. in the movie. But Miles Teller, I mean, he was Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Miles yeah. is okay. I, he was good in Whiplash. He was yeah, good he in was a good. lot of things. Yeah, he was good in uh, by the end of the this sequel, I'm sure Tom Cruise and uh, him will be in the cockpit together. Yes, in the cockpit. <laughs> 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 There's an internal joke happening here. Uh, no, wonder. no, not really. Anyway, <laughs> A Quiet Place, which is a movie that we thought very highly of this year from a very surprising director and writer, John Krasinski, who stars and directed and wrote the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that a sequel is in place, but it won't be rushed. Nice. Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dell's having a good laugh. Sure. Whatever. Sure. Sometimes the cynicism is so evident. I mean, what else what else can you say? Like if it doesn't come out, I'm still working on it. Don't yeah. rush me. But if it is out already, this is a perfect script and we're ready to shoot. <laughs> A Quiet Place apparently is uh, just as good if you have a proper home cinema setup and you bring it home. Because I I saw some reviews. It's out on Blu-ray and they say that, you know, it makes very good uses of, you know, height channels and, you know, just to give you the whole experience. Although... It is, as we mentioned in our review, quiet movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really yeah, is. It really is quiet <laughs> movie. Um, you could hear people eating popcorn so loud. Exactly. Yeah. You yep. hear yeah. the chewing. I had to tell my friend sitting next to me, dude, don't breathe so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a movie that is not going to be quiet. It's the spin-off movie from the Fast and Furious series starring Dwayne Johnson and, of course, Jason Statham. Idris Alba has been announced as the villain for this spin-off movie. I think that's a good fit because... They're all he, bald. He's a, <laughs> no, they're, that's true. They are. <laughs> they're all bald. And British. Oh, just very short except hair. For, I don't know, except for The Rock. Yeah. Mm. Oh. No, but it makes sense. The bad guys are British. Yeah. He'll have a fancy accent yeah. as well. Oh, Dwayne. He'll probably have his original London street accent. Yeah, yeah probably would. Oh. Idris Elba in anything is a good thing. It, yeah. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, I can get behind that. He'll be like the next like movie re- redeem- redeemer. Oh, you, you know, like how The Rock. Oh right, yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Uh, so okay, if you put okay. Idris Elba, it'll just be good. They mm. should get him in the DCEU then. <gasps> ho, ho, ho. Did you guys know that Idris Elba actually DJs on the side? Really? Yeah, and he's an MC as well. No so way. yeah, his his stage name is Big Driss. No way. Big Driss. Yeah, 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 I'm serious. <laughs> Google it. Big Driss. Nice. Wow. Idris Elba. Next bit of news. So cool. <laughs> Next bit of news. There is a movie from Sony called Kali the Killer. Right. And it's, I didn't hear about this movie. I think it was like a very B-grade kind of thing. Maybe one of their Fox Searchlight Pictures kind of projects where they try to highlight up-and-coming filmmakers. Maybe. I know nothing about this movie. Apparently, the movie is about a guy who, after deciding to retire from East LA, he's a hitman. And then he tries to take one last job to help support his ailing grandmother. Okay? Mm. So it's like, you know, one of those movies where it's like the... 
uh, one last, last job. Yeah, one last job, last dish effort kind of thing. Sony was gonna release a trailer to announce the DVD release for this movie. On the official Sony YouTube channel, someone from Sony released the film. Uploaded the whole <laughs> film. No. <laughs> So what? It's, it's they've taken it down then. They've taken it down, but as usual, <laughs> it's on the internet. Nah, I think it's a marketing ploy. Really? Just to create some noise. Please see our movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, the interview went through the same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Except that became a political problem, but yeah, yeah. To interview James Franco. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. South <laughs> North Korea. Oh, that was a whole hacking thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the news this week on the Wang Crew podcast. Up next, we'll be doing a review of a movie we all saw this week. It's the latest Marvel movie that is showing in Brunei. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Woo! Who we did not see in Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. And uh, just an announcement for you guys out there. Time Cineplex has very graciously given us some goodies to give away. We've got t-shirts, we've got keychains, and we have one pen drive. We right? do. So check that out on our official Instagram page at The Wayne Crew. That's on Instagram. And uh, we'll have details there on how you can win. And this contest is open to anyone all over the world. We'll, we'll mail this stuff to you. We're not Ooh. kidding. Yeah, we're not kidding about Alan. this. <laughs> Alan. <Ooh>. Alan. <laughs> anyway, over to our review. Let's get... Wait, first, is this the spoiler or the non-spoiler? We'll, we'll do a non-spoiler bit. Okay. Right. Non-spoiler review. Non-spoiler review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. This picks up two years after the events of Civil War. And Scott Lang is on the last days of his house arrest because of what he did by helping Team... Cap, yeah, and he caused all that damage and destruction. As <laughs> giant, and he, because of what he has done, he has caused Hank Pym and Hope to be on the run for the last couple of years because the government's uh, looking for them. And he has trouble filling his days at home. Yeah. yeah, he has an ankle bracelet, and we see a scene where he's his leg comes out of the fence. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and the, the FBI come. The house. Yeah, I, I guess that's about it. But then Hank and Hope have to re-engage with. Ant-Man because he has he's uh, quant- he underwent quantum entanglement yes with uh, Hope v- sorry Janet Van Dyne Janet Van Dyne which is the mother of Hope, Hope. And, uh, played by Michelle Pfeiffer yes. in this movie mm-hmm. um, so he holds the key to unlocking her position in the quantum realm mm. yes yeah so that's I guess the synopsis of the that's film. the synopsis of the film hilarity ensues hilarity ensues Scott Lang of course uh, no stranger no not Scott Lang Paul Rudd yeah. uh, no stranger to comedy <laughs> he had his backgrounds in comedy He's been in com- he's been in film business and TV for the past twenty years or so. 20, 25. Twenty five. Twenty five years, young. and he still Clueless. still looks the oh, same. Gosh, yeah. So good. He still looks the same, except he that does. he's got packs now. <laughs> he has packs now. Age did him well. Uh, you well, know, did, yeah. handed I him feel like, like every nice... everybody in this movie aged really well. Don't yeah. you think? Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer aged like she is like Athena. You know what yeah. I mean? When she was on screen, I was She's like... She's so gorgeous. She has like, what, platinum blonde, blonde hair? Yeah, blonde I was hair, like, yeah. can I get some of this quantum realm? What, what's up? You know? <laughs> Beautiful. All right, let, let's uh, let's start off with Del. Uh, let's give our thoughts on the movie before we move on to spoilers. Del, what did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp? So, the first movie I, I thought was just okay. So, it was easy for this one to surpass it. So, I really like this one. I thought it was funnier. I thought the script for... The dialogue for this one was really well written from the writers which includes also Paul Rudd himself oh nice that's why I think he uh, kind of wrote his own lines which makes it more natural for him <laughs> it's so funny and uh, I thought the director really nailed the concept of enlarging and shrinking 
these uh, superheroes to make them really pop on screen and the technology probably has improved from the first one and uh, it looks really good and just the action itself with this concept of shrinking and enlarging it is done very very well mm. I really like that and to include so so much humor into this one I thought was really brilliant which I guess we'll talk about in the spoiler section because yeah. I don't want to go through the specifics okay Nas? Uh, I really liked the movie I think what stood out the most for me was like Del said the way they shrunk and enlarged and how they incorporated that during the battle scenes like fight scenes it was really good that was for me the best I think when they had a fight in the kitchen yeah like yeah. it became very apparent that shrinking yeah. and enlarging became part of their fighting yeah. style mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. And I thought the wasp, her moves were really good. Like how she used blasters, shrunk, then charged into people. Uh, Humor, I thought it was, it was funny, but I think I found the first movie funnier. First movie? For me, for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. But uh, I really like how, what's his name? The Mexican guy. (laughs) Michael Peña. Yeah. Yeah, He he stood out more. I think this this movie. Baba Yaga. (laughs) Baba Yaga. Okay. Baba Yaga. Kai, your your thoughts before Um, moving to spoilers. I agree with Naz. The first movie was definitely funnier. Just because uh, it was the first time being introduced to these set of characters. I didn't feel much for the villain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like the villain was underwhelming. Ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing. I she just wasn't thought. the main villain, she, I not, thought. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. There were multiple villains in this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say, I, I feel like um, I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer and Evangeline nearly stole the show, though. Yes. I, I genuinely true. love like, the two of them. Every scene, there's Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Like, you're gorgeous. Oh, yeah, God. you know, and on, on top of that, like, her acting is so flawless in this one. Mm. Like, you know, because in the first one, she was playing like a... She felt neglected by her dad. Yeah. She lost her mom. In this one, she's so chilled as Wasp. She's like, mm, yeah, I got yeah. this. Like, she's coming to her own. Yeah, yeah and you know, um, there were a lot of times where Ant-Man actually needed her help and she was super calm about it and she was making fun of it as well. Yeah. yeah. I loved Evangeline in this one. And obviously when Michelle... Well, we'll get there, but Michelle Pfeiffer stole every scene she was in, in my opinion. Which is not a lot, but, no, it, but it's yes. really well, like... like like structure. enough to, to yeah. win you over like you yeah. can you know the scene was written about her um, yeah. but yeah I think overall um, characterizations aside I still felt the first one was a more enjoyable ride but this one is like the uh, when this is a case of how the first movie was the setup and this one is like all the chains are yeah. off yeah. and then you go right you go, into it go on this ride mm. uh, I thought that this movie like Dell is better than the first ah. because it's not an origin story anymore yeah I mean where, where we pick up the story is where Scott Lang I think is at his lowest and he's trying to go straight but there is a higher calling uh, ultimately yeah. which is to be that hero and I have to give props to the actress who plays his daughter yes oh yes yep. she was so Cassie. convincing in yep. her role like uh, the, the daughter Cassie, who plays the daughter, of course, in, in the first Ant-Man movie, mm. she becomes like an integral part of his yeah. whole journey through this movie because yeah. he's fighting this internal battle. Like, do I become that hero or, or do I not? Because, yeah. you know, I want to see my daughter. I want to live a straight I life. Yeah. 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 Maybe um, you just need a partner. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, we do dive more into the quantum realm, which I think will play a bigger part in Avengers 4 yeah. going forward. So that's always nice to see. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, I think we all are in agreement that yeah, this is a movie that you should check out yes. uh, in cinemas. With that, let's move on to spoilers. Our spoiler part of the review. 
Um, I feel like Lawrence Fishburne should have been the main villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, you know, I wasn't sure how, about that whole bit at the end where he got his conscience back. You know, it just didn't gel. I was like, wait, you were willing to kill the guy. You know, there was a part where Michael Douglas is uh, Hank Pym. Almost had it fell fake the heart attack. Fake the heart attack, but he was hesitant to give the pills. Yeah, so like you know, you could argue that he was thinking maybe he's lying about the heart attack. But you know, there's this. It's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah, it like, is. So yeah. He suddenly he's like, oh yeah, no, you can't let this happen. It's yeah. like mm, what? Yeah. No, but then I think what really turned the tie for him was when Ghost wanted to go after the little girl. So that kind of changed. Like, hey, wait a minute, do, do we really want to do this? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's where he sort mm. of you know his conscience. Came came back and it's like no we leave that girl out of it because yeah. ghost says it's okay he has a family and yeah. blah, and she threatened yeah. that we didn't talk about this but ghost uh, is a villain that we see in the trailers and it's more explained in the movie of how she came about to be ghost yeah she was caught up in an accident there was a quantum break like her father used yeah. to work for hank pym yeah he's actually the original ghost uh, well, I mean, yeah. like like yeah. in the comics yeah okay oh, that's the right. original ghost. Sorry, ghost so because of a lab experiment gone wrong something about the quantum there was realm, a breach in the, quant- there was a a quantum, in the quantum yeah. so she is affected by this quantum blast and her body is constantly trying to no, she she's constantly like the molecules are like dying and yeah. she's and she's being just, reconstructed yeah. back so over and over so she phases in and out yeah. she that was a cool effect though by the yeah, way it was. Yeah. like from what we see yeah Apart from that, I mean, her motivations were not, like, rock solid. Yeah, that's true. Like, they weren't, they weren't really... She just wanted to... I guess the script required her to be bad. Yeah. So mm. she was bad. Yeah. Um, I felt the best part of this story was trying to find Janet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, I feel like they really should have honed in on that. We do get an idea of how vast the quantum realm yeah. is in the yeah. first Ant-Man movie. Because there are those scenes where he's he's in the... Yeah. He's just there and then it's just quiet and the weird things are happening. We don't really see those weird things happening no. anymore. Yeah. So is it because that they now have a better understanding of the quantum realm or... Um, or? I think it, it was more of a something that served the plot. Mm. They needed yep. a terrain, they needed a landscape and that's but all But then we also they've, they've gone two years trying to mm. find her. Yeah. And then they've, they've arrived to this point. I feel plot. like it would have been nicer if... Because um, you know there was another villain. Yes, uh, Mike Walton Goggins. Wally Goggins. Yeah, yeah. yeah him. Again, I was like... He's more of a gangster yeah. role in this film. Yeah, but he's like terrible. He yeah. really is. <laughs> I really felt like somebody should have noticed the quantum entanglement he went through and somebody else wants that. Like it's like a race against time. But you know, the lab and then you had Ghost who wanted the powers. Yeah. I was a I lot just of it's a lot of it's a time. little messy at times. Yeah. It's a little bit messy. But it serves the plot like you mentioned, because this helps our main characters to be constantly on the run. Like yeah. something's always happening. Yeah. Either true. it's the gangsters coming in to try and steal their lab, or either it's ghosts coming in also to try and steal their lab. And the lab becomes this focal point yeah. of the movie. What did you think of the effects of uh, Ant Man, Scott Lang being big? I think he's bigger in this movie yeah. than he was. Yeah. I love how they. He was one third the size. Yeah. yeah. And how slow his movements were, like yeah. super slow, and how he couldn't get enough oxygen. And yeah. he gets tired. Yeah. Yeah, because it takes a lot more effort by him. Him being that it's, size it's more realistic I he must have been hundreds of feet 
Right? Not hundreds, maybe. I wouldn't say hundred, but definitely bigger than way bigger than civil than war. civil yeah. war. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I love when he was like child size. Yeah, yeah, the one third <laughs> size. Yeah, he was one third his size because he's wearing an experimental suit uh, yeah. that yeah. Hank Pym has been working on, and it doesn't work. Didn't un- malfunction like, yeah. quite a bit. It doesn't work a hundred percent of the time. And yeah. there's this one bit in the movie where they go to a school <laughs> because Cassie <laughs> borrowed borrowed, borrowed yeah, his uh, sure his uh, his thro- uh, his trophy for show and tell and he hid the original Ant-Man suit in the trophy. there I yeah. thought that was brilliant writing yeah, yeah. I thought good. that was brilliant <laughs> that was yeah. good that was good <laughs> world's well, best grandma right yeah, yeah. world's best grandma and it's held in by tape yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things in this movie that made me. And then um, I love that comp- company is called XCon. XCon, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, we've given a lot of credit to the ladies of the of this movie, but not forgetting Michael Douglas. I think he also came into his own yeah. in this movie. Oh yeah. Could you not stir my daughter he, for five minutes? Uh, <laughs> he kind of because in the previous movie he didn't really show how abusive or angry. Yeah. He is because yeah. originally he's like an abusive husband father. Yeah. yeah. And I liked how it showed that he's like, you know, angry and all this stuff. Grumpy. Very prideful and arrogant. And I think uh, a point to sort of bring across is that he didn't maybe realize that he was that way. Yeah. Because, you know, it took uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character to tell him, you were arrogant. Like, yeah. you're, you're proud and this and that. Yeah. And then he's sort of like, uh, okay. But then he's still, he's still arrogant. Yeah. But, you know. I liked uh, how it showed that. And I liked how there's two Ant-Mans in this movie. The original, which yeah, is Hank and Pym, Scott and Scott. So and I was yeah. excited when he put on the suit. Yeah, yeah me too. I was Whoa. super happy. I was yeah. like, nice. I was like, yes. nice. My well, favorite part of the movie was that chase that they had. And prior to that chase, we see Michael Douglas come out holding a Hot Wheels yeah, rally that case. Funny. Yeah, that yeah. was great. And he opened it and it's just cars and then you're like, oh, this is so good. That was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to um, get, get me one of those rally cases. I, I, I don't know. I, I got goosebumps when Michelle Pfeiffer reappeared. Oh, yeah. Mm. With, yeah. Her, with her hoodie. With her Luke Skywalker hoodie. You yeah. got the feels, right? Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't get feels, but oh. it was... It's like so cool. I, I got yeah. the feels when Michael Douglas finally realized that he has to be the one that goes into yeah, the quantum realm her, to yeah. find her, to get yeah. her back. And yeah. he's, he's like staring into the distance and he said, I'll get her back. Yeah, and I got the chills. I, I got the feels, the feels. But are we just gonna accept the fact that Michelle Pfeiffer or Janet Van Dyne comes out from the quantum realm and has some some kind of superpowers? It's not superpowers. Like, apparently, she she's been she's been in there she, so long. Yeah, yeah so, she's been soaking up this sure. Quantum and then power. she comes out. She looks, takes one look at this girl, and she's like, "Okay, I can fix you." <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Whoa, no, no, she spent like. Years in there, so she's probably like and thirty hour years. Yeah, she must have been there for thousands. Yeah, because time is relative there, so she's probably like absorbed all that wisdom. And that's why I think in the next Avenger, she's gonna see Thanos and just slap him, and we're done. (laughs) (laughs) You are a bad boy. (laughs) And it's like the the hardest choices. Nope, not anymore. Yeah, and that's the end of the film. What? what? She's gone. Who? She got snapped away. Who? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what do you mean spoiler alert? This oh, is the spoiler yeah. alert. Po- Post-credit scene number one. Yes. Yeah, not, let's not talk about number two anymore. <laughs> no, no, number two is number something two is you see horrible. in the trailer. Pointless. No, but, but uh, I don't know how many of you caught this in number two. I didn't. There was an emergency broadcast on TV. Ah, before. yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, it was uh, the whole yeah. disappearing thing. And it said thing. it's not a hoax or a drill. Yeah. Mm, I so. don't see how that adds any, any weight to the, the scene. No, no, <laughs> it actually does. Because the point is, animals weren't affected by the snap. Ah. Were they not? 
The ant was still the ant there. was still there. Oh. It's half of the ant population <laughs> that got snapped away. <laughs> okay, <Still. laughs> they can recreate that in like another day. <laughs> they breed really oh, fast. But still, they got snapped away. Oh, another spoiler alert is Hank uh, mentioned time travel. He said, "Don't go." No, I think um, Janet did. Janet, don't go into a time jewel. Yeah. 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 So, so this is where it's beyond the quantum realm, yeah. right? Yeah. That's but funny. they don't know what that is. Only Janet yeah. has experienced it. So she could be the key yeah. uh, in Avengers 4. Which makes sense. Which like, makes you sense. know. Scott Lang is now the key. Yeah. He's stuck in there. Yeah. yeah. So he might go into one. I uh, I was a bit disappointed with that they had to show them dematerialize. You know, yeah. like, just to go, by the way, guys, Infinity War, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the like ashes. I would have been nicer knowing if just the ashes were on the floor. Like, not, they didn't just turn, they already, like, they were done. I thought that was it. I thought I mean, that's what they showed us. No, no, they, they no, showed the like ashes falling. They actually. Oh, but it's, it's still just ashes. Mm. Oh, that's a bit dramatic picky, effect. aren't we? Yeah. Dramatic effect. <laughs> but my favorite parts were Louis. Going yeah. into his story mode again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I missed uh, it. I really missed it. What? They, no, they... as in I missed I, the whole movie. We haven't heard that until oh, then. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Limited with Scotties, man. <laughs> no, no, because he's already talkative. Then you yeah. put truth serum yeah, yeah. and it just makes it Wait, worse. Yeah. It's not truth serum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that the ending. It, it is, is truth serum. <laughs> That was funny. funny. And I loved Bobby Cannavale's uh, bits. He goes, like, come here, buddy. Let me give yeah. you a hug, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the wife's uh, The wife's current... new boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super nice about it. I'm like, ah, okay. I think it's because of the events of the first movie. Yeah, but I thought he was severely underused. And I like the parts with... Uh, what's the actor's name? The guy? Shooty Greer? No, no. The, the FBI oh. guy. Oh, oh, yeah. My favorite oh, yeah. new yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all, he's it's always like, funny. Well, you can't do that. They can. <laughs> like, uh, every time she said, you can't do this, and Bobby kind of believed They like, can. Because, they can. because he's a cop. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, so he yeah. knows. And oh, then, you know, he was watching great. Magic uh, University Online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what's his name that? now? Uh, it, the actor's is name. Is Kim, Ra- isn't it? Rand- his last oh, name, no, Kim? Oh, Park. Randall Park. Randall Park. Yeah, that's it. He's so funny. He is really funny. He's really funny. Also, uh, did you? Oh, uh, did you want to get dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Love I saw it coming. I saw it. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, if you can't tell by listening to us talk about this movie, this is definitely a fun ride. It really yeah. is. Uh, you have to check it out in cinemas because it is something that deserves to be seen on the big screen. With that, let's give our ratings for this movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Del, your rating. I'm giving this 8 shrinking cars out of 10. <laughs> okay. Oh. Alright. Naz. I give it 7.5 giant ants cool. out of 10. Alright, Kai? I give it 8 years in the quantum realm. <laughs> nice. I, don't, I don't know. I give it an 8. That's, that's the point. <laughs> Am I the only one who's gonna do this? I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm giving oh, it. I'm wow. giving it nine. That's great. Hank Pym serums <laughs> <laughs> out of ten because I I genuinely enjoyed myself in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that it's a good action comedy flick that steps away from Avengers Infinity War yeah. a little yeah. bit. It cleans the palate, you know, because yeah. everyone's feeling fresh. A bit, it's yeah, fresh. everyone's feeling a bit sour about what happened at the end of the last Marvel movie. And this is a good pick me up. This sort of points us. 
uh, in the direction of what's to come, which is where the Quantum Realm will play a bigger part in Avengers Infinity War and explain how everyone comes back, maybe? Question mark? I also <laughs> should give props to the CG department for this film because the young Pfeiffer and Douglas shot in the beginning of the film yes. was almost flawless. That, that so flashback. Yeah. yeah, that was almost flawless. But then it's almost, I, I thought it's like very similar to the first one with Michael Douglas. Mm. That one you could see the shading you in can? the CG. Yeah. Okay. But this one I, I wasn't able to. Maybe because it was a night scene. We'll have to look back at the tape. But then anyway, that's our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Very, very good movie. Do check it out in local cinemas, which brings us to our next bit of the show, which is... Oi. Yep, that's right. It's called Apaliat, and it's uh, what else we've been watching this week besides Ant Man and the Wasp. Dell, see what what? See what what? What what? See 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 what? No. Anyway. Anyway. What? <laughs> don't know. Just buying some time, <laughs> trying to think of. Well, Alan. I've been. <laughs> I, I've been uh, watching this series which you guys introduced to me Million Million Yen Yeah, Women. Million Yen Women Yes we, so, did, we did an episode on that like yeah. back in I don't know, episode 20 maybe Yeah, I'm on episode 9 and really eager to see what the ending is like mm. So I, I ha- don't really have a lot of high hopes for it but so far I guess it in- is, is still interesting it still captivates my attention so I guess that's a good thing but also another thing that I've been watching was Hunt for Wilder People mm, okay. the movie by <laughs> that's for the- with the movie Foyer Feast yeah, yeah. <laughs> Foyer Feast and vegetables. Sam and Samuel. That's, Sam a, that's yes. a good movie. Yeah, it's uh, by Taika Waititi. Yep, the New Zealander. I don't really like it as much as I thought I would. What? Yeah, it's a bit kind of fantastical in a very realistic I setting. Guess so, yeah. yeah, but then also it's a bit slow in the middle, which uh, I don't know. I I just uh, didn't get into it as much as I thought I would or hoped that I would. But uh, it is still a nice little movie to introduce you to the uh, director. Yeah, the the style of. Uh, Taika Waititi yeah, his humour right. as well I think that was the last movie he did before Thor Ragnarok yeah, that's, that's yeah. what got him Thor Ragnarok and there's He's a couple got... yeah, and, and there's a couple of actors in Hunt oh, for yeah. the Little People that uh, appear in Thor Ragnarok yeah. like um, the, 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 the Grandmaster's assistant mm. who, yeah who yeah. played the uh, the child the service. social worker mm. yes. yeah. yeah okay Naz apa lihat I watched um, what's the name again The Silent uh, a Silent Place again A Quiet Place A Quiet Place not too far The Silent Place is the pirated one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Quiet place. It's still good. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched it an, at an open house and then everyone got distracted by the movie during photo taking. Really? So we were like, <laughs> just watching the screen. And then I watched Set It Up. It's on Netflix. It's Set, Set It Up. It's got Zoe Dutch, Glenn Powell, Lucy Liu. It's directed by Claire Scanyon. Lucy Liu is still around? <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. she's still around. Yeah, she is. Okay. Yeah. She is. So it's basically about like okay, Lucy Liu and this other guy. They're like uh, workaholics, bosses. And their two assistant, uh, their assistants are tired. Like they don't get a break. Uh, okay. They don't have breaks. So these two assistants try to set them up to fall in love. So it's a romantic Ah, yeah, it's a romantic rom-com. comedy. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it's, it's a Netflix original, Nef- is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to Kai. Uh, what are you I've been watching Life Pass Me By and I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> getting philosophical. Uh, no, not really. I've actually just been... Someone's uh, I've got been the feels. I've been in a musical <laughs> binge. Okay. I've been watching musicals. 
naturally I watched a bunch of Disney cartoons mm. and then including Lion King 2 I presume uh, only Lion King 2 or Lion King 1 and a half uh, that doesn't exist <laughs> oh it does I watched Hercules I've watched did you watch Aladdin as well oh I just watched Aladdin I watched Aladdin no. so you can talk to me about that not talk to Kai <laughs> I will never watch Aladdin again uh, <laughs> and then I have to watch Les Miserables I watched Sweeney Todd I have ah. to watch Les Miserables. Wow. At this point, you're just showing off, aren't you? I, yeah. No, not really. Yeah. I'm bored. So <laughs> I'm going to cap everything off with La La Land. He's bored and, okay. and culture. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I did Sweeney Todd. I'm, doing, I'm going to do Les Miserables. And then I'm going to do uh, Greatest Showman, then La La Land. I'm skipping Mamma Mia. Okay. But there's a Mamma Mia 2 coming out. Uh, not for me. <laughs> I will not watch that movie in the cinema. All right. Or period, just not watch it at I, all. Why? I don't get it. <laughs> It's not for me. I, I, I've never liked ABBA. Mama. Wow! What? That's offensive. What? It's a personal <laughs> choice. <laughs> nope. Anyway, me. Yes. I, I just got a bunch of Blu-rays that came in. I uh, noticed. This is amazing. <laughs> I saw uh, The Fifth Element. And uh, today watched The Lost World. And I managed to Ellen. squeeze in uh, half of The Matrix. And me and Kai checked out a couple of scenes of uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <laughs> the greatest, One of the greatest movies of all time. Agreed. I, I have to say. Um, so yeah that, that's what we've been watching here on the Wyan crew uh, let us know what you've been watching play us out later on uh, <laughs> well, let us know what you've been watching at our uh, email address and all our contacts down below in the description uh, I guess that's the show guys don't forget to go for the goodies that we're gonna get yeah out. we're giving away goodies so do check out our Instagram we page we ship to everywhere in the world exactly we including will be... Alaska and Antarctica okay. except Wakanda because the borders are not open yet no FedEx, no DHL. It's all going to be snail mail. <laughs> that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the show this week on The Wine Crew. Do join us next week where we will not be here. We will be giving you a placeholder episode uh, because Del, myself, and Kai will be off uh, chasing our dreams in Singapore. All right. Uh, so for The Wine Crew, this is Cam signing off. Bye. <laughs>